The run game was unstoppable with Barry Sanders in attendance. I'm handing out some TCU game balls, plus the chaos the Big 12 brought this weekend, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. The Cowboy run game was absolutely dominant on Saturday against TCU. I have to imagine that the running backs knew Barry Sanders was in attendance and they were going to give it their all while he was there. There were times that running backs should have gotten down and I'm watching with my friends and we're like, they're not going down. Not Barry Sanders watching the game. They're going to do everything they can while the GOAT is in attendance so that they can show off what they've been working on. We had eight rushing touchdowns between four players. Jalen Warren had three of those touchdowns in the first half. Dominic Richardson and Desmond Jackson each had two, and freshman Jaden Nixon had one 63-yard touchdown run that was absolutely gorgeous. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Warren had another game where he had sub-25 carries, which is fantastic. It means he's still getting time on the side of the bench. Of course, he left the third quarter with an apparent injury. I was pretty intoxicated sitting on my couch, but I was pretty sure that the wind just got knocked out of him. Now it may have been my drunk confidence, but I was I was pretty adamant in the fact that the wind had been knocked out of him. If you have ever had the wind knocked out of you, you know what that feels like. First of all, it's terrifying because you're wondering when you're going to get your breath back, but it also hurts like a son of a gun. And Mike Gundy did confirm after the game that that is what happened, but Because of the game script, we had another game where Jalen Warren was able to get some rest to close out the game. And I think, like I've talked about, I think that's fantastic going forward because it means he's not going to be totally gassed to end the season. Now, Jalen Warren did hit over 1,000 yards on the season, so congratulations to him. The Oklahoma State Cowboys rushed for 447 yards against TCU and had five players over 50 rushing yards, including quarterback Spencer Sanders. They just ran all over him. And like I talked about, I think a lot of that had to do with who they knew was at the game where representing and celebrating this fantastic running back that Oklahoma State had, our Heisman winner, all the things that Barry Sanders accomplished at Oklahoma State and in the pros They know that. They're aware of it. They're wholly aware that he is there and he is watching. And I think the running backs did exactly what they needed to do. On top of all of that, the almost 500-yard rushing game was done behind an offensive line that was missing some starters. Josh Sills did not play against TCU uh, because of an injury. And we lost Danny Godlewski right before the first half ended. So... It didn't stop Oklahoma State from running the ball. It didn't stop Spencer Sanders from getting passes out. 
obviously there was a lot of good happening, even with the kind of backups playing in, in the offensive line. And I think that's fantastic. It speaks volumes to where this offense is compared to where they started the season. I mean, if you remember back to just the non-conference games and the lack of run game and the questions we had about the offensive line, they've really seemed to start getting it all together right at the time that we really need them to. So it was extremely encouraging to see the offensive line be able to hold up for that kind of rushing attack when they're playing with not all the starters up there. Just a great game by the Cowboy running back room. Like I said, Jalen Warren played fantastic as he has been. He's been really that lead dominant back, really the face of Oklahoma State offense so far this season. It's not a place we knew we were going to be to start the season, and he's been such a it's been such a fun journey to watch him really find his grounding and and become the running back that we're so used to watching now on Saturdays. Dominique Richardson and Desmond Jackson being back and fully healthy, both having two touchdowns and like I talked about and like I said, Jaden Nixon getting some playing time as the true freshman and getting getting some time on the field in real game experience is fantastic heading into his future. Just an absolute lights out performance by the running back room. I you can't you have to imagine that Mike Gundy is very happy with him. That as a whole, they're really looking forward to the rest of the season. So great job by them. I can't wait to see how much more Jalen Warren racks up the rest of the year and kind of how they finish the year. But right now, that run game is so strong for Oklahoma State. It's so fantastic to see, and it complements our defense really well because the rushing game keeps the offense on the field long enough. Our defense is able to get that rest and vice versa. It's been a very fantastic working thing for Oklahoma State. The two complement each other really well. So it was great to see on Saturday. Next up, game balls, baby. But first, college football fans, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns, interceptions, and field goals college and professional plus it's super easy to use you pick two to five players and an over under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on in any entry it's just you versus the projected numbers use the award-winning app on both the app store and google play entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy and i can promise you if i tell you it's easy it generally is prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals Make sure to use promo code locked on for a 100% match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. As you all have come to know, my favorite part of the week is handing out some game balls. I don't get to do it in the locker room and get the full uh, euphoria of it, but I can do it from my little computer chair. Honestly, I could just give a game ball to each phase of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, but that seems a little cheap, so I am going to uh, call some players out by name. First of all, Spencer Sanders, fourth game in a row with over 60% completion percentage. This week against TCU, he had a 68% completion percentage, which is the highest he's had this season. Second longest completion on the season was the 46-yard touchdown pass to Blaine Green. He went 17 for 25 for 235 yards plus the touchdown pass to Blaine Green. He is steadily improving every, every game right now, and he's doing it at just the right time, much like I talked about 
just a minute ago, the offense kind of getting everything together right at the right time. Spencer Sanders is a huge part of that. He's making the right decisions. He's tucking and running when he's needing to. He's not taking huge losses. He didn't have a single sack in this game. He's just playing really well, really smart football, and he's game managing, which I don't think, you know, when you think of these dual threat quarterbacks, you never say, oh, that guy's a game manager. That's not what people say about these quarterbacks, but that's what Spencer Sanders is doing, and that's what this offense needs him to do right now because of how dominant the defense is and how dominant the run game is. He's able to just kind of manage games, and he's doing an absolute lights-out job of it right now. The last four games have been fantastic back-to-back-to-back-to-back. It's fantastic to see. It's so great to finally see him kind of taking this step forward that we've hoped to see for so long. I'm uh, through the roof about the way he's playing and bouncing back from any mistakes that do happen, but really he's just playing very smart football right now, and it's so encouraging to see. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for us. It was a great game by Spencer Sanders when he was playing against TCU. Of course, we got to see some Gunnar Gundy and some Ethan Bullock on Saturday against TCU, mostly just handing the ball off, but still it was nice to get Spencer Sanders off the field and and make sure that he stays healthy, healthy, so that was great to see. Next up, Malcolm Rodriguez gets a game ball. I think he could probably get a game ball every game, but it's been a couple since I've given him one, so we're back. He moved into the Cowboy top five all-time tackles list with 372. Against TCU, he had six tackles, two for loss, one sack, and a forced fumble. It's been more than 30 years since we've seen a new face work its way into the top five of all-time Oklahoma State tackles. So even though he had the COVID year and he's that super senior because he got to return a year, I think we still need to give credit where credit is due when we haven't seen a new face crack that top five in 30 plus years. So that's fantastic for Malcolm Rodriguez. I'm glad he will go down in Oklahoma State history books. I think he absolutely deserves to. He's clearly one of the leaders on this defense. He knows it. They know it. Jim Knowles knows it. And Can we just talk about, he is a brick wall of a human being. Anytime opposing offenses run straight into an Oklahoma defender and fall right down, I mean, they don't, there's no extra inches to, uh, to forward momentum. I know it's before they even show who it is. I know it's Malcolm Rodriguez. He's a freaking brick wall of a human. He stops people right in their tracks. It's so fun to watch. I'm Like I said, I'm glad that his name will go down in Oklahoma State history books. He absolutely deserves it, playing a fantastic season for Malcolm Rodriguez. Now, I could give a game ball to the entire running back room. I did, however, just talk about all of them uh, collectively. So I'm going to give the game ball to Jaden Nixon. The lone high school running back in Oklahoma State's 2021 signing class, Jaden Nixon has seen playing time in both routes against KU and TCU now. Against KU, he went 11 for 53, and then this week, or you know, this past weekend, he went 3 for 69 against TCU. He had that 63-yard touchdown run. He ran through tackles. He spun out of tackles. He was not going down, and it was in the fourth quarter. There was no reason to score that touchdown, but Jaden Nixon said, I'm getting my touchdown. I'm getting my touchdown in front of Barry Sanders. I will be getting this touchdown. You are not going to stop me, and you are not going to stop me, and a couple more other people on Iowa State's defense also not going to stop me. He did. It was a gorgeous run. It invigorated the crowd. 
everybody got excited. Everybody got back in it. Even though the Cowboys had all but put the game away, he revamped that energy in the fourth quarter, and it was great to see. It makes you extremely excited for the future. I think he's going to be a fantastic running back for Oklahoma State. And, you know, when, not if, when we give Jim Knowles all the money in the world and he stays at Oklahoma State and continues building that very strong defense, we're going to want to keep building our running back room. So it was great to see Nixon, this freshman, get out there and get some playing time for the second time this season. Coming up, the Big 12 was a colossal mess this weekend. We'll dig into it right after this. But first, a word from one of our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. And you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCK15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors. There are all kinds of fun combinations from chocolate and peanut butter to caramel and uh, sea salt. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. So the Big 12 was a mess of football this weekend. It was fun if you're an Oklahoma State fan. Really just a fan of football. It was a great weekend of underdog wins and insane plays to finish games. So we're going to look at it just a little bit. Bear with me if I giggle some. There were some upsets that really tickled my fancy in particular. Kansas State beat West Virginia pretty healthily, but we're going to look at the rest of the Big 12 shockers. So Baylor beats OU. There's maybe some quarterback controversy. So we all know that Lincoln Riley benched Spencer Rattler earlier this season against Texas. Caleb Williams comes in. He's been starting, been playing pretty good football for the Sooners. And then struggled this weekend against Baylor. So Lincoln Riley benches him, puts Spencer Rattler back in. Rattler plays for, I think, two drives before being benched again for Caleb Williams. Now, I don't know what that tells you, but what that tells me is Lincoln Riley has no idea what he's doing at the quarterback position. And Lincoln Riley has been praised year after year for being this quarterback developing coach. And that's what he does. He develops quarterbacks. They all get drafted in the NFL, but maybe he doesn't develop good quarterbacks. Maybe he has hand-me-downs from places like Alabama and he puts them into the Sooner offense and it happens to work. And then the very next year, they go to the NFL. I'm not saying that's what happening. what's happening. I'm just saying that it's a possibility. There was a severe lack of run game by OU against Baylor. That's something I'm keeping an eye on, not this week, but next week. This week, of course, I'll focus on Texas Tech. But it is something that I will be keeping an eye on out of OU. And then just, I, I know it feels like I'm really hanging one on Lincoln Riley, but let's talk about the fit he threw at the end of the game when Baylor fans are rushing the field because Baylor's just beat an unbeaten OU for the fourth time in program history, Baylor beats OU. 
and Lincoln Riley is mad because the students stormed the field, his players went to the locker room. They're as ready for it to be over as everybody else is. Let's just get out of Waco and try again next weekend. Instead, Lincoln Riley pitches a fit on the side of the field as if three seconds is going to matter to his team, makes his team come back out of the locker room, makes Baylor stop celebrating, fans get off the field. So Baylor goes out and kicks a field goal, and I don't blame him one bit. That's some petty Petty stuff from Baylor, and I love it. And then after the game, Lincoln Riley's like, I get why they did it. I wouldn't have done it because, you know, it goes against the code of sportsmanlike, as if the Sooners have ever done anything sportsmanlike. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the end of that rant, but it was hysterical. I'm glad Baylor kicked a field goal, made OU come back out and watch them win by an extra three points. Good for them. Moving on to the Longhorn loss to Kansas. Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. It is not good down in Austin. I'm not sure those players have any desire to win for their coaching staff. And meanwhile, Kansas are giving their all to their coaching staff. Texas has now lost five games in a row for the first time in 60 plus years. And they keep choking away leads. The last five games, they've had a lead at some point, sometimes multiple possessions of football of, of a lead and they still can't come out of the game on top. This is KU's first Big 12 road win since 2008, and when they went into overtime and Texas went down and scored, and then Kansas immediately comes back, they get in the end zone. And I say out loud to my friends, there's no reason not to go for the two-point conversion. What are, like what's to lose? They're one in how, you know, one and eight, one and nine, whatever it was. There's no reason not to go for two. If you if you get it, you win. If you don't get it, What's one more loss on the season? So sure as hell, they come out there, throw the two-point conversion, and the kid that caught it had only ever played any offensive snaps for Kansas that day. So very first time, he's really getting involved in the offensive scheme. A freshman walk-on goes in there, catches the biggest pass of the season for KU. So fantastic game by KU. It was a great uh, finish to, you know, as soon as the Oklahoma State game ended, we went right to that game, and it was a great wrap-up to the Saturday. Last up, Texas Tech beats Iowa State. Iowa State attempted a 17-point comeback after halftime. They go out, they hit a 29-yard field goal to tie the game with one minute left, but none of it mattered because Jonathan Garibay would hit a 62-yard game winner with three seconds left on the board. You know, every weekend of college football, every college football weekend, we always joke about college kickers, man. Kickers miss some some kicks that you're like, oh my God, I could do that. No, you couldn't. First of all, let's just get that out of the way. But college kickers get a bit of a bad rep. So what what a kick. 62 yards is an absolute bomb. And it had some extra length on it. It was perfect, perfect kick for Texas Tech to walk out of the Iowa State game with a win. You know, you guys know that I love the special teams, so that was a fantastic ending for me to get to catch. Just a fun weekend of Big 12 football and more to come this weekend. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Make sure to check back in tomorrow to check in on men's and women's basketball. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter 
or the Lockdown Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Go Pokes!